Chapter 1 The sun started to set, casting the room in shadows. Dr. Michael Waters stared from the bedside at the emaciated remains of his favorite patient, an octogenarian named Roy Hogan. The elderly man's once plump face had thinned down to flesh-covered bone, and his hazel eyes stared lifelessly at the ceiling. Michael would have had a hard time believing this was the same vibrant farmer he knew almost seven months ago, when society's collapse expanded his scope of practice from OBGYN to general medicine, had he not watched the decline. Holed up in the spare bedroom of Michael's house, cancer was taking Roy slowly. Michael adjusted the pillows under Roy's feet to prevent further bed sores. His skin had broken down in two large circles near his hips, where his diminishing weight settled against the mattress. Michael checked the dressing on the bone-deep wounds, and finding them no better, changed his choice in antibiotic. The ulcers had been avoidable up until Roy lost his ability to walk. The sores became another in a long line of complications. There was a race between the things trying to kill this poor man, and so far, the skin infection was winning. Everything okay? Ashley, Michael's wife, stood in the doorway. Her reddish-blonde hair sparkled in the fading sunlight. Freckles dotted her delicate features. She rubbed vanilla-scented lotion into her hands and tugged her sweatshirt sleeves down from over her elbows. A basket of wet laundry lay on the floor at her feet, and Adam, their five-year-old son, clung to her hip. Michael smiled, happy to see them both. He checked Roy's oxygen tank and shook his head. The tank's almost empty, and this is the last of them. I sent Earl and Randy to the office for the spare generator. He unwound a long power cord and pulled an oxygen concentrator to the bedside. You really think running a generator is a good idea? Ashley's tone indicated she wasn't entirely on board. You know what Roy did for us, Ash. I won't let him suffocate. Michael whispered, though he could have shouted and Roy wouldn't have heard him. Surviving in the remains of the organized world meant adapting. Clinging to a rigorous daily work routine kept Michael sane. Bartering his services for supplies kept his family comfortable. Roy Hogan had given up an entire cattle farm, which was both a long- and short-term solution to their food problems. Michael intended on making every minute of Roy's care worth the security. Adam tugged Ashley's sweatshirt and pouted. Mommy, I'm hungry. I want peanut butter and jelly. Ashley roughed his hair. Who'd have thought it'd be bread we missed most? Perishable foods had been the first luxury sacrificed. I can give you some peanut butter crackers. Adam smiled, pleased with the substitution. Is that another loose tooth? Michael covered Roy with the thick down comforter and squatted down in front of his young son, he looked more like Ashley by the day, except for his almost white blonde hair. That he got from Michael. Adam pinched his lips together and grabbed Ashley's hand. He'd always been a mama's boy, and the collapse, the survivor's term for the world going to hell, only made that worse. Michael envied his wife and son's relationship, but he understood. Ashley had been with Adam 24 hours a day, tending to his every need and want since birth. Michael had always been working. Even now, the work came home with him. Show daddy your tooth, silly. Ashley urged him to share.
Adam opened his mouth and wiggled his loose front tooth with his tongue. Michael smiled. Doesn't look like we have to call the tooth fairy just yet. Rex, their German shepherd, barked downstairs. Sounds like they're back. Ashley looked out the window, just in time. No one went out after dark.